The information provided on this podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available are for general informational purposes only. Welcome to Rights Here, Rights Now, the podcast about disability, advocacy, and activism. I'm your advocate host, Ren Fazuski. And I'm your advocate host, Virginia Ferris. Every two weeks, we dig into relevant issues, current events, and avenues for self-advocacy. Because someone has to. And it might as well be us. This podcast is produced by the Disability Law Center of Virginia, the Commonwealth's Protection and Advocacy Agency for Disability Rights. Find out more at dlcv.org. So, Virginia, I'm very excited for this uh, resource episode we are doing today. Yes, I knew nothing about the Centers for Independent Living, except for they were centers that maybe did some stuff about independent living. You know what? I think that's a fair assumption. Today, we have the communications director uh, for the Center of Independent Living up in Northern Virginia, Elizabeth Kumar, who's going to perhaps elaborate a little bit more than just, we do independent living stuff. And that will be helpful for me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and for our consumers. But uh, before we jump into that, let's check out disability in the news. My name is Hannah Sexton, and I'm a disability rights advocate at GLCD. On November 7th, Chris Mitt, his 21 years old, made history. He is the first man with Down syndrome to ever complete an Ironman triathlon. An Ironman triathlon involves swimming 2.4 miles, betting 112 miles, and running 26.2. The event was held in Panama City, Florida. Chris has undergone multiple surgeries over his lifetime, starting at five months old. He was always told by doctors and experts that he would not be able to accomplish anything. Chris did not listen to these experts, and this year began training for this event. His goal was to be 1% better every day as he was the day before. Chris was able to complete the entire Ironman in 16 hours, 46 minutes, and 9 seconds. This is 13 minutes under the official cutoff time that allows competitors eligibility to be recognized by the Guinness World Records. Chris now has his sights set upon the Special Olympics in 2022. Well, once again, thank you so much, Liz, for joining us on our podcast today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. We are very excited to talk about Centers for Independent Living, otherwise known as SILs. And I think the best way to start off with that is, what even is a SIL anyway? So it's a really good question, and um, there's a lot of people in my years of networking ask me that. What is exact? What is, what do you exactly do? What is a cell? So we are actually um, a nonprofit 
Um, we have 17 stills in Virginia and there's 400 nationwide. And we um, were started by people with disabilities and primarily run by people with disabilities. We serve the Northern Virginia area. So our areas of service include Arlington, Fairfax, Loudoun County, the cities of Alexandria, Fairfax, and Falls Church. And if you contact us and it's not in our service area, we would direct you to the right still that can help you. So what kind, what kind of services um, do the SILs provide? So we provide a uh, various number of services, but I would say um, five core services um, are provided by all SILs nationwide. And this includes advocacy, information referral, independent living skills training, peer mentoring, and transitioning. And our still in particular, the Independent Center of Northern Virginia, ECMV, we also have other special programs, um, which I would say are not provided by other SILs. So our main service that we have that stands us out is we have free travel training. And that is um, travel training to learn how to get to, let's say, interviews, how to, um, get to other fun places as well. So we teach people how to take the metro bus, um, metro bus or rail to various places. We also have Medicaid waiver services. Um, we have social groups. We um, provide information on personal assistance services. And I love that we do this. We give out to the community free durable medical equipment that has um, been donated to us. And a lot of the equipment um, is uh, almost new or new equipment, such as electric wheelchairs, scooters, um, hospital beds, and those uh, that type of thing. That's amazing, first of all, I have to say. That's incredible. <laughs> um, yeah. When you kind of introduced this concept of a SIL, you said that it's you know, a lot of, it, it's it's kind of run by people with disabilities for people with disabilities. Can yes. you expand on what that kind of means and the people that you serve? Yes. So, um, first of all, we do not call our people we serve clients. We call them consumers because they're in control of what happens. It's consumer directed. So when they come to us, they are ready to be independent. They are ready for a change, um, whatever it is in housing, employment. Um, all of that. So if someone comes to us and they think we will be doing all the work, finding everything, filling out all the applications, all of that, no, that's not how it works. It works as we empower people to uh, build a life of, uh, to independence, if that makes sense. No, that makes a lot of sense. I think that um, one of the things that, again, why we wanted to connect to you specifically is this idea of resources in the community that really work with folks with disabilities to help them run their own lives rather than feeding into sort of, you know, paternalistic feelings or having folks do things for you when you don't exactly. really need folks to do things for you. Yeah, that's true. And um, it's very much different than how you know, a patient goes to a doctor. It's not that mentality. It's completely different because that's kind of, unfortunately, the doctor runs a show in that case, right? So, but here, our consumers run the show. They tell us what goals they want. We help them, um, I guess, reach different benchmarks to reach that particular goal that they have. So, um, yeah. 
So pivoting a little bit to um, current events and the the weirdness that is the year 2020, um, how has the COVID-19 pandemic impacted your work at the SIL? And, you know, are you guys still operating? Can people still get services? Yes, most definitely. Um, we have gone virtual and we have been very creative in doing so. So we are providing all of our social groups virtually. And it's actually, it's been exciting because we have more people attending now because sometimes it's hard with transportation to get to those social groups, uh, whether if you live far away or the timing isn't right or all of that. Um, and also with our durable medical equipment program, we find that we have more people reaching out to us. So um, we have a um, wonderful staff member that runs that, Salvin Garcia, and he um, has been running all around delivering equipment in the community, and we're really proud of that. Um, and with peer counseling, we are still doing that. It's just gone virtual and with Zoom and all of that. So, um, And with our Medicaid team, they're doing a wonderful job um, doing all the, it's just like telehealth and you go to your doctor. We're just doing it all virtual. So, yeah. I think it probably helps that you guys sort of by, by nature are infinitely adaptable. Exactly, exactly. Um, and we also, there's a great need in the community now with COVID because uh, many people with disabilities um, might have pre-existing conditions where they can go out and get groceries. So we started a grocery relief program, um, delivering groceries directly to our consumers who have been affected by COVID. So I'm really proud of that. So, you know, DLCV, you know, we, we, we pride ourselves on being the, the state's protection and advocacy agency. And how can DLCV support the work of SILS and, and how do we, you know, how is that interaction really uh, positive? Um, so I would say um, in the past few years that I have been communication manager, um, um, your organization has been imperative in providing those um, information um, sessions to us uh, that's dealing with um, your rights to a, a fair employment or talking about service animals um, and providing free 15-minute, you know, sessions with the lawyer. I mean, your organization has provided that to us. And sometimes I send people your way and say, hey, can you help this person? Depending on what funding you have or what um, specific topics that you can help people with. But you um, all have helped our consumers um, with various issues when it comes to injustices related to um, employment or even with Social Security. So. I'm really grateful for that. We are, as a still great grateful for that. Yeah. And we, we love referring to you guys also. And I didn't even know that like your specific sill did all of this extra stuff. And now, now that I know that that's going to be, um, it's going to answer a lot of questions that people have in terms of, you know, how do I get transportation around my city or I'm stuck at home and I need groceries. And also I live in DC. What do I do about that? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And the fact that, you know, you know, there's, I mean, there's a SIL in DC, there's, you know, so many SILs. And knowing that we provide those five core services, every SIL does, 
um, that's easy for you to refer um, your consumers to us. So if somebody is listening and they're going, this sounds amazing, I want to get in touch. Um, yes. How can folks get uh, connected to their local cell? So um, there is a website you can go to and you just type in your zip code to see what um, the nearest cell is to you. Or you can even type in your county and, put, and type in Center for Independent Living in Google and it should come up um, what center is nearest to you. And just give them a call. That's all you have to do. Simple as that. And do you want to um, plug your specific center? Give any contact information for there? Sure. Yes. Um, so you can just email info at ecmv.org. That's all you have to do. And I will send you to the person that can help you with whatever it is. And usually when people email us about one service, they actually end up getting three or four services from us because they're, oh yeah, I do need that. Oh, and I do need medical equipment. And, you know, I do need travel training. So it's all intertwined. You know, actually, uh, you have so many great services. And I think one of the things that people immediately going to think of, well, what is this going to cost me? Like, it's so expensive to live with a disability. Mm -hmm. And these all services sound great. How do I even pay for it? So all of our services are free. The durable medical equipment, the travel training, the five core services, all of it is free. Free is great. Yeah, free is wonderful, especially during these times, I think. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, this sounds incredible and like a great resource for so many of our listeners. I hope that they reach out. I hope we don't overwhelm you with the number of people who are reaching out. But thank you so much again for um, coming on and talking to us about the SILS. I am really energized about it right now. So thank you. That's amazing. And um, I also, I didn't have our phone number memorized by heart. I'm so used to just, you know, putting it on the cell phone and just hitting call. But um, our phone number is 703-525- 3268, just in case someone does not have email. And of course, if you want to email us, just email us at info at ecmv.org and just let us know um, what services you may need or if it's something we don't provide, just like I said, we provide information referrals. So um, we partner with many organizations and we can um, send those resources your way as well. So. Well, again, that's excellent info. We're happy to send people your way, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to chat with you in the future. I would love to come back and chat, uh, maybe about a particular service, just get in more depth about it. Um, but thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed being here. And now, a DLCV highlight. In the last fiscal year, DLCV had a project to send in 20 public libraries for accessibility concerns. DLCV staff stayed in the private branch library in Portsmouth, Virginia. Staff noticed that there were accessible spaces located closest to the door, but there was no signs indicating these accessible spaces. DLCV wrote a letter to the library manager Alerting them as they need to comply with the Americans with Disabilities Act 
and put proper signage on their spaces. They also knew recently that a letter and a photo that from the library into Hayden they had remedied the problem and put up new signs that meet ADA requirements on each accessible parking space. Good job, library. Way to go. Once again, I really want to thank Liz for coming on. She had amazing information. Uh, we will certainly make sure that we get all the contact information for the SIL up in the show notes. That way, you know, if any, you know, any of our listeners can reach out to them and see if any of the services they can they can get access to. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because the way that we often do these episodes. Um, you know, Ren and I have this background in adult institutions for people with disabilities. So we get people like Liz Kumar coming on telling us about the SILs, and we legitimately have no background in it. And so we are honest to goodness, like learning in the moment. And my head is just spinning like, I did not know that there was an agency that did all of that. I am so excited mm-hmm. for all the people that we can refer to the SIL and all the people who are maybe discovering their services. Um, for the first time along with us. And I know one of the goals we have for uh, the second year of Rights Here, Rights Now is to do a lot more of these resource episodes and see if we can't connect even more folks to the great stuff out in the community that can help them out. And also have our listeners listen to voices that aren't us. I'm sure they love hearing us. We have such dulcet tones. Thank you all for listening to our dulcet tones on this episode of Rights Here, Rights Now, brought to you by the Disability Law Center of Virginia. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. If you need assistance or want more information about DLCV and what we do, visit us online at dlcv.org. We also have social media that you can follow. Uh, We are on Twitter at DisabilityLawVA, as well as Facebook at Disability Law Center of Virginia. Follow us and share us with your friends. Until next time, I'm Virginia Ferris. And I'm Ren Fazuski. And this has been Rights Here. Rights Now.